So I don't know if you saw this week, Sylvie, but I was watching, uh, and I just haven't been a fan for a while. Uh, I think that Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, I don't know if you saw his apology this week. Mm-hmm. I did. I thought that I thought it was beyond beyond necessary, but like three hundred and sixty five days late and ninety million dollars owed to Kaepernick too short. Uh, <laughs> like you know, you know I, and it's not only with them; it's with anybody who gave a response after you had a twenty four to forty eight hour window. That's it to yeah. give a response to respond to everything that's going on. Twenty four mm-hmm. to forty eight, seventy two. 72 was a stretch. If you waited a week later to give a response to what's going on. Now you'd be in corporate. And that's my point. That's my exact point. I think that. um, I think they had to wait for somebody to die and for the world to really get turned upside down for them to do the right thing. I think that it really it's just more of a financial decision. Like I think it's all about they were they were looking out for what was best for the organization. Social justice. It was too risky for them then, um, right. but now it's too risky to not be involved. Like if they try to come back and keep the same stance, they're gonna lose money that way because they're gonna look like they're on, they're definitely gonna be on the opposite side of history. So I don't even. It's like it was it, because I, I, a week ago Odell. Um, and I think it was made a video. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was more than one player. It's not like it's just, oh, Kaepernick or, oh, mm-hmm. one player. Oh, here or there. It's a bunch of players who are also speaking out on the matter, um, and the issue at hand. And they felt like, okay, well, we just got to say something now because a lot of us are looked, a lot of the, the fans are looking at us like, you know, but it's like, these are the same fans who were also saying before when this was going on back then with Kaepernick, like, you know, there's something right. that needs to be addressed. He wasn't radical at, and out loud like about it. He peacefully protested, you know. And they, still, and they put, uh, took a knee and turned that around as if he was protesting the flag. Like, where did the flag come from? Because first he sat. And then and then after after speaking with I forgot who it was, but someone that was in the military. Yeah. And he was like, this is what you should do. Mm -hmm. So then he took a knee and then it was still like outrageous. It was like, this is disrespectful. This is this and that. And it's like, okay, so now y'all just doing this just to do it. And it's a joke. I don't like I don't respect with with the NFL or anything. I don't respect anyone who is just giving PR things, you know, responses now just to give it. It's been a lot of that going on the last week. We're going to get into it. I'm just not fooled, but y'all going ahead and keep sacrificing your bodies for your team owners and the football. I'll be watching from <laughs> the sides playing the Madden. Let's start the show. I've been, I've been working all night. Now I need to hear you call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Bopping, bopping on the way. How far we take it all the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome back to another episode of the On The Way Podcast, where we give it to you straight. In this space, we won't say anything behind your back that we won't say to your face. We keep you up to date with the latest music, news, and everything related while you are on the way. I'm Khalil. And I'm Sylvie. And this is the On The Way Podcast. You can listen to this podcast on your way to Lowe's because we no longer go to Home Depot. Turns out they have been supplying that orange paint from their logo to the president for his spray tans this whole time, as well as campaign donations. 
you can't listen to this podcast on the way outside because Governor Murphy said outside's open now. Y'all go right ahead. Either <laughs> way. Anyway, this is the On The Way podcast. Black Queen. Yes. Sylvie Jones. How you doing? Before I even tell you how I am, my woosa has been, whenever I get frustrated, I'm about to get upset. I, you know what? I love black men. I love us. I love us for real. Let me not. I'm, I'm trying to change. I'm trying to be better. I love black men. I love us for real. Before I even get upset, before I, before I niggas ain't shit something, I, uh, I'm trying to eliminate that from my vocabulary. That's how I'm doing. I'm trying to, I'm trying to change for the better. Eliminate that from my vocabulary and just, you know, speak life into speak my, life. My, my fellow brothers and sisters. But other than that, I'm feeling real blessed, happy, and alive to be in this space, in this mm. time. Um, mm. Happy Black History Month. Happy Black Music Month, because it's mm. been both. Black and Music Month. And Black History Month, I am. I am just, I'm just proud to be in my skin. I'm just proud, and I'm just ready for change to happen already. You know, I'm honestly done with doing any type of protesting. I'm honestly done with holding up images to someone's face and saying, "Here, look, look what they're doing to us. Look what they're doing to us." I'm sick of it. Um, I feel like a lot of people are still just closing their eyes to it. But if I would have showed you a cop shooting dogs and a cop shooting your pet for no reason because your pet came outside because they wanted to sniff the air and a cop done shot him, it would be a whole nother story. So I'm sick of it. But how are you, Khalil? Hmm. Well, I understand everything you just said. I mean, there's a lot of things to get to. I realized last week I left out a lot. This week I could start with, though, we almost had to give up. I'm thank God. Thank God. Almost have I was not mm, I was dreading it. We almost had to give up the Wendy's four for four and the Crunch Wraps. <laughs> we almost had to give them up. Oh, but it was a hoax. It was a hoax. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> I don't frequent often, but when I on the late night when I'm hungry, oh, they hold you down. Black people were so tired about that. Oh, <laughs> Wendy, not you, Wendy, not you, not you, uh, not you, Taco Bell. We go back. Um, but nah, nah, nah. Uh, that, that, so that's a good thing. Shout out to Issa Bray and Yvonne Orgy for showing the brother some Twitter love. I got a like from Issa and a retweet from Yvonne. I have never in my life gotten so many likes and retweets from somebody else retweeting me so fast in my life. I just keep looking down my Twitter. Oh, oh retweet, oh, love, love, retweet, retweet, like I said. Oh, Man, I be muting tweets like that when that happens. I said, so this is what it's like. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you be feel like money, 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 money. <laughs> be, that's when right. I mute it. It's cute it's for like old. the first like three or four retweets and likes. And I'm like, okay, now I got to mute this. Because... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we didn't talk. We never talked about Kirk versus Fred. The the, the verses. We never talked about the verses between Kirk versus Fred. Mm-hmm. Um, that was amazing. That was, good. that was. That was. I think that was the last verses that we're ever going to get ever why i'm pretty sure the verses are done now what do you mean they just tried to sell it like they're making they're about to sell it to uh they're trying to find a way to sell it to a platform so they can make even more money oh that's good oh yeah uh um cuomo 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 thank you for using your position to consistently just tell the truth and be print uh, be transparent and lead i think that's all i that's not a lot to ask just tell me the facts what's going on 
uh, I appreciate a leader like that. One of the things he said that stuck with me this week, he was like, this is not something that's going away. There's no press release. There's no quick fix for this. Um, this George Floyd was, was the tipping point to all this. And he's like, we're experiencing an, an explosion of emotion from all the lack of progress that this country's had for decades. For somebody in that position to say that publicly, to acknowledge that that's where we need to start, that's the, I, I really appreciate that. Right. Um, he, and, and, he, and he was talking about the police saying, you know, we need to reform. And he was like, people yell at me all the time. I've been here for so long, though. I'm t- I don't care if they yell at me anymore. I'm too old. I'm just trying to do the right thing. And I really respected that. Um, he's trying to be I the next pre- president. You know that. I've said I that to you. I, he could, but he doesn't. I think he's really just being genuine and empathetic, like the leader he knows he should be in the moment. I don't. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't have any desire to run for the presidency. I could see him in somebody's cabinet, though. Um, right. One thing I don't need to see, though, I'm almost done. I don't need to see Democrats wearing wearing Kente cloth. You know, it's them old. I wasn't even gonna mention people. it. They they just go a little. Them old, good-hearted white people who just go a step too far. And now you're pandering, girl. Okay. Y'all was, <laughs> now y'all, was y'all were clapping. Y'all were clapping for Nancy Pelosi oh, when she was ripping up paper in front of forty five. Oh. Y'all were clapping. Y'all were just like, oh, my God. I mean, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. Anything you can do to speak truth to power. She said, your speech was bull. She ripped it up. But she went too far with the Kente cloth. But did you see the memes? Did you see the memes? I saw too many. I saw the video of her trying to get up after eight minutes and 42 seconds. (laughs) She couldn't get up. God bless her. Wait, she said, she said, I, too, have been pissed at my son for forgetting to take the Mm -hmm. meat out of the freezer. Mm-hmm. I too have to. I too have to take the shackles off of my feet so I can. That's dance. Exa- that's exactly <laughs> what she was saying. Honestly, like it's funny. Like the memes, the memes are hilarious, that. but them they're, they're making a mockery right. of everything that's going on. Right. A lot of right. things, and I know we don't really touch base on it a lot, but a lot of things are making a mockery of what's going on. Yeah, and making gonna, a joke. A joke. That's gonna be in my music news. We're gonna get into that, and, uh, and I'm gonna get. We're going to get deep into that. What I more, what I do need, though, is then people down there in Richmond, Virginia, tearing down Christopher Columbus's statue and throwing it into the river. And the people in the U.K. Um, taking down the, the statue go, of the slave trader go, and throwing go, it into next? the river. Go, yeah, go. who's next? Uh, they got, I think uh, wherever the statue of Robert E. Lee is, they're planning on taking that down. And go, I think, go. Yeah, I think the, I think the we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. Uh, last thing, I just have a quick note to my artist friends. I just want you guys to something that I'm thinking of, and I just think we should all kind of be conscious of it. Be careful about overexposing yourself during this period because it's like a sensitive time, and it's not. Um, and it's, it's just be careful about not being in time in context with the moment, with what's going on. I think it's okay to watch and observe sometimes, and even it's okay to like upload, and it's okay to to download and to create. But everything you make doesn't necessarily have to be shared automatically. Sometimes it's just okay to create and then get some perspective and then be able to, okay, what was this moment about instead of trying to capitalize off the fact that everybody's home right now, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. A, I've just seen a couple distasteful things, just a couple, and I just wanted to say that. Lastly, it's time to, oh, I already said that. It's time to Facebook. Usually, I don't really be on Facebook like that. I be on, like, Instagram and Twitter for my banter. But Facebook's when I'm, like, really trying to say something, when you really, like, you know, have a statement that you want to say. And so I'm really finding myself just sharing information. Like you like you were saying, Sylvie, I'm, the pro, now that the protests, yes, they, 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 they hope they keep going on. But what's next, I think, is just the continued sharing of information. I think people, what we're seeing is that people want to make a difference. The ones who want to make a difference are trying 
trying. A lot of people are pandering, and then you can tell the people who really want to make a difference. What do I do? I I'm be glad that you follow me on on social media, and I'm just going to share this information. Share it. Do that. Learn it. Read it. Do that. I I think it's beyond that, Khalil. I think it's more of understanding, and I think it's also you you genuinely like really getting it, and not just being trendy. No, no, yeah, not being trendy. I, I think like sharing genuine information. If you really want to understand, then look at these articles, look at these people, look at these, uh, um, look at this information. But I'm not, and I'm not sharing it for you. I feel like this is my way. Like I, I've got you. You can't be quiet during this time. So the best thing you can do is speak on what you know. Mm-hmm. And a lot of y'all don't know shit. Well, you ready? Yeah. Let's get into the weekly playlist. playlist. To keep up with our weekly playlist, follow us on Instagram at On The Way Weekly, where we release it every week. This week we've got Now More Than Ever by Flatbush Zombies, RTJ4 by Run The Jewels, Madison Tapes by Yaya Bay, and Such Is Life by Sammy. This week for my first album, well, actually my first EP, I had Now More Than Ever by the Flatbush Zombies. For those of you who don't know, they are a hip-hop group from Brooklyn, uh, Flatbush, of course. Um, they consist of the rappers Michi, Zombie Juice, and Eric Arc Elliott. <clears throat> Eric is the record producer, and Michi and... Um, Zombie or Michi and Juice uh, are the rappers. I first heard of Flapper Zombie back in 2012 with their Thug Waffle video. Um, <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. And I also, I, I believe, like a was I within that same year or the year later, I saw them open up for Schoolboy Q um, downtown. Flapper Zombie is an eclectic radical fun loving group i feel like they have so much characteristics within them um more than just the look but definitely what they rap about they have been releasing music since 2011 their first album released in 2016 and this is actually their second ep in between you have a bunch of mixtapes the music goes on and runs on forever and ever this EP was short and sweet, but still fun, and reminds me of the, the time I first listened to them. I enjoyed Herb um, with the Blueberry Yum Yum inspired chorus. Blueberry Yum Yum um, and when I'm gone, featuring Sophia Faith, I feel like they have a lot of energy, and they're definitely a group to look out for. They signed to Warner Music Group, and they've they've had music with ASAP Mob and with RZA and with Danny Brown and Tech Nine. So they're fun. Definitely check it out. Yeah, I saw them perform before. You mm-hmm. want to know where Sylvester is? Enough, because this would have been the first year I went. 
oh, this would have been the year. This would have been mm-hmm. the Afropunk year. This was going to be it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. It's daggone, daggone coronavirus <laughs> strikes again. Cha. This week for my first album, I have Run the Jewels 4, or, or RTJ4, by Run the Jewels. If you're unfamiliar, they are a rap duo that consists of rappers LP and Michael Render, a.k.a. Killer Mike. I think it's pretty funny how many people know Killer Mike for his social activism than for being a rapper. I told one of my friends that his album was out, this, um, that this was their fourth album, and they had no idea that he was a rapper. Um, but I mean... Talk about being on time. The arrival of this album is pretty divine, in my opinion. In this fragile period where justice and change are front and center, it feels strange giving certain music my attention. Mm-hmm. But this this wasn't one of those, you know? It, it feels strange. Like, I ain't gonna lie, Lady Gaga last week, it felt odd. But when I listened to the music, I was like, y'all crazy, this been go hard. But at first mm-hmm. it was like, but getting into it was there, but but was odd, but... <laughs> I think that this was this was definitely not like that. It's filled with hits and anthems to accompany this rage that we're all feeling inside right now, but it's also coupled with some solutions over amazing beats and bars. Um if you're not familiar with with Mike as a rapper, man, he's really he nothing to play with. I think his I think he always keeps you engaged. His bars are are you you'll hear. Uh, my favorite songs that kept me motivated this week were just uh, featuring Pharrell and Zach De La Rocha, um, talking about slave masters still on your dollars. Walking in the snow, whew, killer Mike's verse on that. Usually the lowest scores, the poorest, and they look like me. And every day on the evening news, they feed your fear for free. And you so numb, you watch the cops choke out a man like me. Until my voice goes from a shriek to whisper, I can't breathe. And you sit there in the house on couch and watch it on TV. The most you give is a Twitter rant and call it a tragedy. But truly the travesty, you've been robbed of your empathy. Replaced it with apathy, I wish I could magically. Fast forward the future so then you can face it and see how fucked up it'll be. I promise I'm honest, they coming for you the day after they coming for me. I'm reading Chomsky, I'm reading Bukowski, I'm laying low for a week. I said something on behalf of my people and I popped up in WikiLeaks. Thank God that I'm covered, the devil can smother, then you know the evil don't sleep. Dick Gregory told me a couple of secrets. Uh, never look back. And Goonies versus E.T. This week, from, for my second EP this week, I had Madison Tapes by Yaya Bey. She's a singer and songwriter from NYC who has been releasing EPs on SoundCloud since 2016. Her first EP, titled Many Alter Egos of Trelecta Brown, was a celebration of the fullness of black for the fullness of black women and the devoted liberation of black queens everywhere. This is now her third EP and I really hope this young talented woman receives all the blessings because I was all for this project. From the conversations in between songs to rawness in her voice um, to the poetry, like I just feel like she is something. I truly enjoyed Patterson's language. Never let 
side A, Juju Rant, Sorry I Unfollowed You, Morgan Views, um, I Got a Promotion and I Still Miss You. But honestly, sides A and side B of, of the whole tape were fire. Like, I was just, I felt like it was such a pleasant listen to listen to, uh, such a pleasant listen to play um, the other night. And yeah, I really enjoyed it. This week for my second album, I had Such Is Life by Sammy, who's back with his 11th project after debuting in 2000. We last reviewed his 2019 EP, Send Nudes. Um, the project, that project, is 2019 EP, Send Nudes. This project has 12 songs and features on here from DJ Luke Nasty, Rotimi, and Tank. Yes, Tank. <laughs> Tank. Uh, <laughs> uh, I enjoyed a couple of songs off this project. Where's the Lie featuring Tank was dope. It was a really dope slow jam collaboration from two R&B veterans honestly like if you think about it they probably both came out around the same time um you know all night featuring dj loot you gotta say yes they can't hear you if not oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, i forget um, sometimes i'd be forget we just just us it's just us <laughs> All Night featuring DJ Luke Nasty had awesome production, but I think I've really enjoyed Sammy's voice on Friend Zone. He ended up leaving, you let me show you something. I got the love you wanted. I know you see me as your friend, don't wanna be. I love you deeper than a friend, and it's been killing me. When you be crying, I'm the one you be leaning on. And I don't mind it, I'm the one you should be leaning on. I'm tired of hearing about your heartbreak. It hurts me. And baby, when he lets you down, it hurts me. You deserve the world, yeah. You deserve me. You deserve me. Baby, I can't be your friend no more. I love you. Girl, it's written, yeah, it's spiritual. I love you. And I think it's time I let you know. And now it's time for Music News Okay, so Today actually UMC, UMG Universal Music Group Announced that it's launching Def Jam Africa Okay, a new label division That operates with the continent To represent the best hip-hop, afrobeats And trap talent in Africa they're going to start off the label um, based in Johannesburg and Lagos. Okay. Um, oh, they're so, going there to do it. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that the starting roster comes from South Africa and Nigeria. Mm. So shout out to that. I feel like that's amazing. Um, right. uh, a lot of the, some of the biggest names um, come from, hold on. There are already some big, huge names, um, big, huge artists that already have popularity um, out in Africa, like Boyty, uh, Casper, Larry Gaga, um, Telemann. I'm pretty sure if you're into Afrobeats, you know these names. Uh, Vector. So 
they're planning on expanding and they wanted to pretty much identify and sign artists and talent from across the continent. So, yeah, that's amazing. And I honestly, I really just love what I love about Afrobeats and what I love about music from Africa is it reminds you that all of this has its root and that's where it's from. Mm-hmm. Rock and roll, oh, hip hop, R and B, jazz, uh, funk, like oh, all of all of the roots go right oh, back to Africa. Black Music Month, nigga. Sorry, so I want to say that so loud. I just very, I was very impassioned. You should understand. That's where it comes from. I I do. Um, also, not, not UM- you. Not, I know you. <laughs> also, UMG, they just wanted to um, build a community of artists that would push the boundaries of hip hop from Africa to reach new audit new audiences globally. Um, I think this is great. So- just just treat them right. Just treat them right, man. You know, you going over there. You know that there's a that um, this is probably the biggest opportunity that some of these people have ever had, might ever have, and. Um, I'm sure they're all coming from different aspects, different backgrounds, mm-hmm. different cultural makeups. Just treat them right. Don't 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 blind them with the glitz and the glamour of UMG. Make sure their contracts are right. Make sure that they 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 people around them, the people in your office, the at the, the access. Make sure that they have the same access that they would have in Europe and, and, and you know UMG Europe or UMG America. Exactly. Word. Um, that's what's up. Speaking of reform. Mm. the grammys i swear man this is like the last two weeks i'm I'm seeing america make some make some changes it feels like you're seeing people make changes that people simple things that people have been asking for for years like oh now everybody changing so the grammys (laughs) decided um that they're changing the category from urban from um best urban contemporary album to best progressive contemporary album Mm -hmm. um now here's the thing about that here's what worries me about that urban is too urban is a term that should have been thrown out the window a long time ago because when you think urban you think uh inner city um or or some people even lean toward ghettos and it's like right and those are all words that you're using to describe black Mm -hmm. why don't i think i i I like um i really prefer when record labels say head of black music like call it what it is it's black music um urban doesn't make any sense because every black because they just put it on every single black artist and every single black artist does not come from the inner city that's like like some some people come from the suburbs some people come from the country and so to just say that they're urban because that they're black is just a blanket term that should have been thrown out a long time ago in my opinion um so i'm glad that the grammys is doing that and i think that many different um record companies should need to re-examine that if they haven't already that's long past due my worry with this is not that they're changing from urban to progressive progressive in my opinion does not singularly describe black 
that describes many different things. It could you anybody many people can be progressive. So is this now going to be a category that that was traditionally meant for black people that's now going to be exploited and, and easily opened up to everybody else, making less awards for us um, at the ceremony? I mean, not that and, and pe- I mean, not that it, it matters that much. Don't Lord knows I love a Grammy, but I mean, we're not going to be out here slaving just to get one. I want to get on the committee, make sure that we balance stuff out. But at the end of the day, how is this going to affect the future of music and I and, and when it comes to the Grammys and I agree. Um, but <clears throat> we've discussed this before on the show when it comes to award shows. Like it's right. it, it's it's uh, they either make it so much about us or they don't make it about us at all. When I mean so much about us, I mean like they'll give like black artists like so many awards that night and you know, and and, and, and they'll they'll do like a right. whole like like a like a whole stream of awards and things like mm-hmm. that. Or they'll not make it at us about us at all and neglect mm. the black artists. It's never award ceremonies and award shows like this. Yes. In the Yes. It's an accomplishment, but it's, it was never about us. Mm. Never about us. Unless you mm. are at the top and you are sitting there actually making changes and making sure this is about everyone and not just about certain artists or, 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 or making giving a certain artist that, that, that night in that spotlight, it's not really about us, right. you know? It's just so like it's the, the so it's like these are that's it just goes in the, the the basket of all these announcements that have been coming out for the last couple of weeks where it's like people are really these companies these organizations are really just switching their policies and making things really um you know acknowledging that things have been messed up and making changes or announcing that they're making changes and I just really want to see how it's really going to follow up when it comes to the grammys i mean this has been the award that like you know like the in 2017 when beyonce should have been nominated for i think she was nominated for album of the year for lemonade but we knew she knew she wasn't going to win just based on the politics of it and the best award that she took home that night was this one in the black category this is like one of the best awards to have and uh, just make sure i just want to make sure that that platform I don't really, I mean, I don't really, I mean, I, I can't say I don't care, but the Grammys just don't define the popularity of, or the reach of a song, of the music. But if you're going right. to have it. Right, which, you're is, gonna... which is why I'm saying, like, we as as a people have mm. to stop holding these expectations. And I know it's because we've been conditioned to, to think like, okay, you know, you're a great actor, you're going to work for that Oscar, you know, or, or that Academy Award, or you're you're a great musician. You're gonna get that Grammy. Oh, this is a Grammy winning album. And it's like we have to get away from that mm-hmm. and go towards like, oh, this person can get the NAACP, you know, or or shit. If 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 they were to bring back, well, the the BET award, you know, or something that's mainly never for won. us. Never I mean, what did they say? I was, I was gonna I was gonna say I was gonna say Source. That's what I was. Is gonna that say. this weekend? I don't even. No, I don't think so. It's sometime this month. I was going to say Source Award, and I kind of, I forgot. I had a brain fart really quick. Okay, but it, if it's not, if it's, but we, we have to, as a whole, stop holding these other award shows that aren't only for us as the standard, you know, as the, hey, this, you made it because you got this. 
Okay, well, now you're making it seem like, why the hell are we even talking about this? And you gave me the damn story. And not even that, because, look, I, I, I'll, I'll talk about the, the Grammy nominations and things like that, but I'll always say after that, like, look, if we don't win, or this person doesn't yeah. win, we'll you know, right. we'll be all right, and we won't, we won't be surprised. The day, the, That's the, the thing. End the end of the day the best thing is always the fans like the the fact that people will support your music and and like it enough to to pay for it and you know make a way of life for you that's the best thing that's it yeah um but that also just but and that also goes to i don't know if you heard about hbo hbo today they announced that they pulled hbo max which i got hbo max thank you hbo max liking it liking it you really <laughs> could extend expand that dc part though i was really expecting to get the whole expecting to get the whole batman the animated series the whole thing got a couple of tim burton joints on there it's nice it's nice it's nice it's nice however and they've got all the seasons of the fresh prince because it's a warner it's a warner brothers it's like if warner brothers released uh, had a streaming platform Anyway, all I'm saying is HBO announced that they take they took off Gone with the Wind off of um their platform because they said it it talks about the it acknowledges the stereotypes of what slavery was and glamorizes it. It's like okay, or or the South what you know what the the, the racial what, what race was like in the South back then. It's like okay, thank you HBO, but like. Wait, you talking about that new Jordan Peele show? No, no. Oh, today, okay. Um, Turner Classic Movies is also a part of HBO Max, so they have a whole string of like movies that are also available on the platform now. And Gone with the Wind was one of them. Okay. And have you ever seen or heard of Gone with the Wind? Of course. Yeah. Um. And and I've heard it's pretty risky when it comes to race. And so HBO today announced that they're taking it off of the thing. It's like, okay, why are you making this huge press day? Just take it off. We're taking it off of our platform because we think that it does things to bring the racial color line. I've okay, never just... seen any movie on TMC channel that was for us or about us. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Even in black and white. So right. come on. next. On the way, listeners, who are some of your favorite Afrobeat artists? Tweet us at On the Way Weekly and let us know what you think. We're gonna go, and we'll be right back. to get into the blackness don't touch my head it's just me against the world who taught you to hate your family the blackness keep the keep on here we talk about the world i.e black political and social issues as we see them through our point of view what's going on this week hello so let's just talk about what it means to defund the police. First, let's look up the definition of defund. Defund, prevent from continuing to receive funds. I think that people are really getting um, up in arms about the term defund the police. Mm -hmm. And obviously people are conflating that with meaning abolishing the police. 
Nobody is trying to abolish the police. I would tell you first thing, if something go down, the first people I'm calling are the police. I just need to trust that the people I'm calling are not going to are going to be impartial and be people that I can trust to do a good job rather than people who are looking to uh, uh, make me a target. You know, that's that should just be a, a, a right. I, I don't know if you know the history of the police, but they were you should watch the 13th on Netflix. Mm-hmm. They were made to um, the original intent of the police was to be slave catchers. And so any policeman who doesn't understand the origin of where his organization comes from and really just thinks that he's out here enacting law and order is is confused. There's just a whole history that's been corrupt that's led up to this moment that there's nothing but a reason to reform right now because that's what the core of the issue is. Um, Defunding the police means not giving as much money. It doesn't. So it means taking a budget from somewhere like L.A. where they had a a billion dollars, I think. I think in New York, the budget was six billion dollars. There's not even that many. There's not even close to that many police officers um, for their budget. And to take some of that money and not give it to the police, but to move it to thing, but to move it into Eric Garcetti in L.A. He wants to take two hundred and fifty million of dollars of that money and put it into youth jobs and health initiatives and peace centers. It's to help the community police itself, not bring in outside people who don't know the community, who are heavily armed and unfamiliar with people in the community to try to tell them what to do. That's not going to work. It doesn't work. That's the core of the problem. Um, so nobody wants to abolish the police. They need to reform the police. But how do you say that in a, in a slogan? It, slogans and all like that, movements are all about marketing. you got to be mm-hmm. able to, to sell it real, cre- real, real quick. I could say decrease the police that's quick but that make you think that i'm trying to and but i, I want exactly. less police and then and you're gonna get not, people are just gonna be like well Khalil, there's no police what's gonna who are you gonna call when something goes wrong and that's not what we're saying we're saying defund give them less money there's no reason that they need this much money i was watching the view i think sunny hoster and kamala harris was saying that sometimes a third of a whole city's budget is dedicated just to the police for what for what I think it's just very interesting at the fact that a lot of us aren't realizing, not even us like me or you, but a lot of people are not realizing that there are policemen out there who are just going by what their view and their opinion is and not by the law. They're not thinking justly. They're not thinking about human rights. They're just assuming. They see someone that looks a certain way and assuming that they're doing some kind of crime and assume that they have to take this excessive ass force towards that person. We do not need police officers like that. Right. At all. At That's all. That's the point. That's why things that's why things escalate. That's why people end up dying. I'm tired of my people dying because of police officers who just assume that they have the right to end somebody's and life. Kill and end someone's life because it's of those what police doing. officers who think that they are the law. No, you're there to enforce the law, to to help to up, help uphold the law. And even some of the most a lot of the laws are questionable. Um but you are not the law. It's not because you're here. Like I was watching this video on Facebook today. It was so gratifying. 
to it was why these all these people getting into having incidents with the police and shutting them down because they knew their rights and it was like well no the amendment here says such and such mm. such and such that you can't do that and mm. I, and uh, no I have this right and I have such and such just arguing the police I've down. seen a lot of that lately as well yeah and I'm not saying that's the end all be all I think a lot of black people still get shot just because the police will feel like they you testing their authority mm-hmm. but I'm just saying I'm sure to help it it, it it looked like it really helped to know your rights. I would love to just be able to. I I, I pray I'm not even in that situation. I'm not even going to claim that. But just to know but your rights, like from off to, the, to off the rip. Right. Just that was that. It was so dope. Um, yeah. We don't. I don't know. I'm done. <laughs> On a lighter note, this week for my queen spotlight, I wanted to speak about the wonderful queen, Cicely Tyson. Yeah. Yes, she's still alive. Oh my gosh! First, no, I have to I say mean, that because when I first yes, come saw, because when I you first saw this picture, I was worried. Like, oh no, twenty twenty, no, <laughs> not again. Yeah. But no, Mm-mm. she made it through all the seasons of How to Get Away with Murder, all of them. All right, the show started and it ended, she and did. she's been there. Okay, that's she, what I'm talking about. She actually received the Peabody. Career Achievement Award. She was honored by Oprah Winfrey <clears throat> in a video. Um, Oprah thanked her for not just paving the way for her and other black every other black woman who dared to have a career in entertainment, but being the way being that way, standing for the truth in her art in all ways. Also, she allowed us to be lifted by the light of our illustrious life. Um, I saw- I, I saw her on Broadway one time, and she was amazing. Like I'm it, not was, even it was surprised. in like tw- it was in 2014. It was only like five, six. What is this? 2020. It was like six years ago. She was a made a trip to Bountiful with Vanessa Williams and Blair Underwood mm. and Condola Rashad. Classic. And the thing was, she had replaced um, Diane Carroll because Diane Carroll. They were saying she was having trouble remember her lines. So they had to bring in Cicely Tyson. Wait, she died? Yes, she did. She Okay, I was going to say. I was going to say, oh, I hope I didn't kill her before she passed away, but I'm pretty sure she passed away. Yes. But yeah, sister, Elder Cicely. Yes. I remember seeing her in Mama's Family. Oh, really? It was like a movie with Queen Latifah. Blair Underwood was also in that. I have like the VHS. Um, I've seen her in that. I've seen her in so many things. Tyler Perry movies. Um, I've seen her in I, I don't like I just feel like she's one of the black pioneers um, that have always been seen as like an older grown woman, an older person um, my whole life. Like she used to be married to Miles Davis. Like like wow. Morgan Freeman, who we've known who's been older like my whole life. Oh, yeah. Like I yeah, feel we've like we've only known the older versions, yeah. We've only known like literally the older versions. Um anywho, yes, the Peabody Award, the winners were announced, you know, by video. Um, and she also had a tribute. So congratulations, Queen. On the way, listeners, what other community programs do you think can benefit from divesting funds from the police? Tweet us at On The Way Weekly and let us know what you think. We're going to go. And we'll be right back. You, you don't need nobody else. Is you trying to see me later? Sending pictures from my phone and flooding up your
time to get out of here, but not before we leave you with some encouragement. Once again, you can find our quotes on our Twitter at On The Way Weekly every Monday for some motivation. This week, our quote says, Cancel every relationship that only makes withdrawals. So, <clears throat> don't get me started. Um, so why I value this quote is because I feel like if it really does not, if, if someone's just draining from you, like draining energy from you in any type of way, whether it's financially, whether it's mentally, whether it's physically, you really do not have to still deal with that person. Like, I think sometimes we have a problem with detaching ourselves from one another because we feel obligated or because of history or because, you know, we we secretly just don't want to. Mm -hmm. But how long do you have to go through the, the, the negatives until you realize enough is enough? You know, if someone is just benefiting from you. And they're not they're not helping you with anything. They're not assisting and they're they're not even wanting to to reach out and, and assist. Or if they see you're going through something, they don't even want to like, Turn hey, how can how can we how can how can how can I help? How can I you know, if they're not trying to do that, then you really should not be associating yourself with that person. Right. Life is really too short for you to sit there and 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 force yourself in someone's life or give so much or give a hundred percent if someone else is, is not even willing to give to. Right. Not right. Now this is not saying to be petty and say, Well Oh yeah, no. Uh, I went and I bought him some. I I, I bought him some Skittles from the from the store. When he was at the store, he didn't bring me no no Skittles back. Like okay, like okay, maybe that one time he just wasn't thinking about bringing you back no Skittles. But that don't mean that he's not your friend. I don't mean to go be petty and look for reasons to cut people off. But what it is saying is if you can, if you find yourself, it's all that's what friends do sometimes. I won't say friendship is draining, but to really do the work and and be there for somebody that you care about and that you love, it takes energy. And you really right. have to decide about the things in this life, like you said, it's short, that are worth your energy and worth your uh, not everybody. I think everybody's worth your compa- your 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 empathy. But to really sit there and invest in something where they, that you want to help have like a positive outcome to do that for somebody that really is that's a that's a that's friendship mm-hmm. and that's okay to do but if you find yourself being the only one always doing it and if it's never returned if if like you're saying if 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 they make no steps to try to do the same thing for you over and over you gotta why bother mm-hmm. because they're not valuing your worth and once somebody doesn't value your worth, then the relationship is over. Because if you stay, then you kind of validate them not valuing your worth. And you start to not value your worth. And then you're giving and you're giving and you're giving. And somebody's just taking and taking and taking. And that's never healthy. Mm-hmm. Ever. It's okay. You you came into this world by yourself. Oh. You're going to leave, by, you're gonna leave <laughs> by yourself. You will be all right. Stupid. I'm just saying, and the truth, you came in by yourself. You that's might like have my, a twin. That's like my mom with my mom always loves to say, like, I, I, I only have me, God, and the money in my pocket. That's it. And I'm just like, hey, but I'm your daughter. 
You got me too. You got, you know. She said, no, no, I don't know what you're talking about. That's exactly what she said. She said, no, child. (laughs) Be God and money in my pocket. (laughs) That's it. Right? (laughs) You'll be all right. And that person will be all right. Everybody will be all right once you know what to do. Act on those red flags sometimes. Act on those. Well, if you're looking for me, you can find me on the Instagram and the Twitter at K-A-H-L-I-L-X-D-A-N-I-E-L. And you can find me on the Facebook at Facebook.com slash KXD Music. You can also find me streaming on Apple, Tidal, Spotify, all the digital streaming platforms. Soon come as well on Derek Khalil Daniel. And if you're looking for me, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Sylvie Jones, S-Y-L-V-E-E-J-O-N-E-S. Um, fitness advice that I have for everyone is to please, please, please stay hydrated. We are not in summer yet, but it does feel like that. The humidity is high. Um, My God, it's hot. <laughs> I mean, we're going to cool down in a few days, but the humidity is high. I definitely want everybody to stay hydrated, eat fruit that have a lot of water in them. Um, mm. You can look that up and just to make sure you are well hydrated out here. Um, especially if you're wearing a face mask outside and you're breathing through it, you have to make sure you are hydrated. And yeah, health comes first, always. Word. And for everything you and for, and for everything else you heard this week, you can find us on our Facebook at facebook.com slash instinct, E-N-T-I-N-C, and on our website at instinctent.com slash on the web. And if you love what you hear, please make sure to like and subscribe to us on the Apple Podcast app. Leave a comment, rate, review, and let us know what you think. And yeah. And shout out to Brother Rob. Shout out to Brother Rob for having his song, his song, for having his song, Things I Should Have Said, played on Insecure this past week. The placement was perfect. Twas perfect. Twas amazing. I am so proud of him. And mm-hmm. just, you know, you never, never stop working, y'all. Never stop grinding. Don't like, you don't know when or where it's going to look up for you. Just keep on. Just keep yeah. on, keep on keeping on. Because, look, let me tell you something. It's going to happen one day. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Peace. Bye. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah